Welcome back to Dark Insight, episode 99 over two months. Uh, it's been a long time, and we don't have any good excuses, and I have really nothing funny to say, so I'm going to welcome my co-hosts. Uh, we've got Brian. Say hello. Hello, Charles. How are you? Um, I'm doing okay. And we have Cliff. Hello. How are you? I'm very good. The glorious turn, Cliff. <laughs> it literally probably, well, it, it was 99 over two months for this episode, but it's like been like, what, 99 over eight months for me. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. And the last episode that you were on, you just your mic just randomly stopped working in the middle of the yeah, episode. Yeah, Oh, yeah, no, my laptop spazzed out and then the internet died, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. did, we, did we finish it off without you, yeah. did we? Is that what yeah. happened? Yes, we did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cliff. Hang in there today. Hang in no, there. No, it's good. Internet's you. been stable. Mike's good. Laptop seems good. We're good to go. I think we're good. We're good. <laughs> you said good too many times. You've just jinxed good, good, it. Good, 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 good. Um, <laughs> good, 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 good. <laughs> and last time was just me and Brian as well. Our bromance was on fire just on point last time. It was very central. I enjoyed it. It was an intimate evening. Just... <laughs> But we've got to fulfill our duty as the best international podcast around and talk about the weather. Cliff, it's raining in England, yeah, isn't it? It really very much so. The, well, we've had a really extended summer. It's been like super nice for far too long. So it's the rain has just come out of nowhere and it's got really cold really quick and literally went one day. I didn't have the heating on. The next day I was like, oh, the heat's got to go on. <laughs> It changed rapidly, and it's now just horrible winter. Yeah, horrific. Briefly, a nine months of winter then. Yeah. yeah, I think it's going to be a long, cold, dark, horrid winter. Yeah. So, yes, weather's rubbish. Yeah, that's one thing that surprised me when I was living in the northeast when I was a kid of England. How dark, how early it gets dark there. Mm. Yeah. It's like three thirty or something in the afternoon. Yeah, just where where the clocks changes and stuff. They they're all funny. Like I end up when I leave work at sort of four. It's normally getting dark as I'm going home from work. So yeah, yeah, strange. Yeah. What about what about you, Brian? Uh, so today the episode that we're recording this episode is the 9th of November, uh, and we got the first snow of the season today. I uh, woke up to snow this morning, which was pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> no, don't sound, you don't sound convincing. I don't. I don't. I don't, lo- I don't like snow that much. Um, but it's you know it's also very cold and blustery. And uh, since daylight savings time happened, now it gets dark at five o'clock. Hooray! Love to never see the sun. <laughs> yeah, it's no fun. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be warming up here, and it did for a time, and then we had a bit of a cold snap, uh, and it even snowed in the South Island of New Zealand the last couple of days. Well. And just a reminder, we're going into summer. <laughs> we're the opposite down here. <laughs> right. <laughs> so 
it's it's been a bit colder, but it's supposed to be looking up, um, and we'll see. We were told that November is going to be the hottest November in rec- record, but so far it's been the coldest November in record. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, weather. It changes. It doesn't affect me. I just go to work and come home and stay inside. That's why we have roofs and houses. <laughs> Protect us from the weather. Uh, but yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about before we move on to the news? No. Well, uh, well, it's obviously I'm back and it's going to be more of a regular thing now. So uh, as I don't know whether... Yeah, we're excited. Yeah, been. I don't know if anyone's aware. Obviously, I started a job which was just insane hours and I've changed positions at work now. So I get to... Come and go as I please. Basically, yeah, really? I basically I had just have to work thirty seven hours a week, and I can start and finish. Basically, I can start any time between seven in the morning and ten in the morning. So any time in between there, and I can finish any time between half three and seven in the evening. So I basically come oh, choose. Man. Yeah, I pick my own lunch however long I want. So if I want to leave earlier, I can have a real short lunch. Bugger off early. Yeah, it's it's. So if you if you want to like knock out like twelve hours in one day, can you do yeah. that? Yeah, if I wanted to. That's yeah, pretty like, cool. Like, like you just kind of kind of do it at your have own a pace. Short week or whatever. I'm pretty into that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah just have like Friday that. off every mm. week. But I'm I'm too late. I'd be down. For I'm that. too lazy for that. <laughs> I just go home. <laughs> I just end up going home early every day. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I do. I start I start at seven so I can finish at three. Um, it gives me a full day ahead almost of just to get my own things done. Yeah. And I don't take a lunch break, so I can get the eight hours done quicker. Yeah, I, I tend to I work sort of eight till four, but I'll I, I take about an hour's lunch. <laughs> yeah, that's not cut bad. Those, yeah, it's awesome. Cut those lunches out, man. Get home sooner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I am officially back. And uh, yeah, it's well good to be back. Good to have you. Uh, I don't know. Brian, just business as usual for you. Uh, uh, no job changes. No, no job, no job changes. Um, I do want to. I don't know. Like, I don't know when when to talk about this, but like, I've I got real into Harry Potter again recently. Um, <laughs> I reread all the books, and then nice. I like awesome. watched all the movies over the course of like two Red. days, and like I I just like I'm I'm like voracious for like magical boarding school stuff right now. So then I read uh this book called. Um, Carry On by Rainbow Rowell. Uh, it is, it, it was written, like, she, so, okay, it's kind of a weird story, I guess. She she wrote this book called Fangirl, <laughs> which is about a girl who is, like, a fan of basically Harry Potter, like a fa- fa- fake Harry Potter. Um, and then Carry On is a story about, it, it's, like, what she, what the girl was the, was the fan of, and it's super fun. Like, I highly recommend everybody read Carry On. Um, but also, I highly recommend everybody read Harry Potter again because that that story is still fun, even though J.K. Rowling sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, see, Brian, I got a secret to tell you. What, what what's your what's your secret? You've never read Harry Potter? No, I'm wearing a Harry Potter robe right now. <laughs> nice, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> and it, the secret goes what's even a, worse. Well, it's not what, worse. What, it's not a big what deal. House is it's it? A, it's a woman's robe. Yes. <laughs> not that that matters, but like, no, it doesn't. But it's our, our local, our local store, like our um, department store type thing, the warehouse. They got like a whole cool range of like women's sleepwear, like Harry Potter stuff. But there's like mm-hmm. no guy stuff, and the robe is just a robe. So I'm like, 
I'm fully getting it. It's got a sweet, yeah, I mean, massive a robe hood. Is a robe. <laughs> yeah, it's got a massive hood, um, and it's got like the um, Gryffindor crest on the front and back, and it's just a, it looks like sort of wizard robes. Okay, I'm pretty into it. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, I actually, um, this is maybe jumping a little ahead. We didn't really, we don't really need to talk about this in the news, but uh, that that leaked Harry Potter RPG footage that came mm. out like a month oh, yeah. or so ago. I think that may have partially been what inspired me to actually go back. Oh, and I also watched uh, Fantastic Beasts, oh, nice. um, which I'd never, um, which I'd never seen before. It's a, it's uh, a recently. good film. And that, yeah, that movie's mm. pretty fun. Like, it's quite I'm very much. I'm actually I'm um, to the new one. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, mm. same. I've actually uh, we people listening to the show know that I moved a couple of years ago to a new house, um, and our real estate agent still gives us like free stuff, and they they hold every like year so far. They hold like premieres for like, movies for their people who use their services, mm-hmm. um, and they've invited us for the um, for the yeah the Fantastic Beasts Crimes oh, okay. of Grindelwald this Friday come next awesome. week a week from now. Yeah, so free tickets got the whole family going for free. Cool. Uh, they even sent us little like golden tickets with like um, platform nine and three quarters and all printed all the details printed on it. Uh, it's pretty cool, so I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm way into Harry Potter as well. It's it's always played a role in my life. Like when I was a lot younger, like when I left high school, I kind of drifted and what I want to do with myself, and mm-hmm. I was kind of a bit lost. And I kind of dived into and lost myself in the Harry Potter series at that point. And so it's always played like a big part of my life. When um, also when me and, me and my wife got married first, we read the books together. It's like something we did as a new couple being married. Um, so it's That's always horrible. been a big part of my life, just in this weird way. <laughs> Like Harry Potter. So yeah, I, I regularly listen to the audiobooks or use the movies as an audiobook when I'm at work. Things do, like that. do you listen to the the good audiobooks? Are I think there so. Yeah, ones? there's two there's two sets, isn't there? There was originally uh authored by I can't remember his name. I can't remember who it was. It was okay, but then Stephen Fry redid them and he's just so much better. <laughs> Interesting. I'm not sure which ones I have. I I have to check. I'll 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 at you later, and <laughs> you know which ones I've got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've I've never listened to any of the audio books. So yes, yeah, St- Stephen Fry is. Uh, I don't know if you guys know who Stephen Fry is. He's like a. I know the he's name. He's a huge, yeah. like a uh, very super intelligent English guy. He's he's very clever, very well spoken. But he reads the books because he like, and he's he's fantastic. He reads them so well because because he loves the book so much. He really puts every thought and. Yeah, he's brilliant. I love those audiobooks. I, I I use them if I can't sleep. I tend to use them as like sleep aids as well. The the Stephen Fry Harry Potter books because they really can oh, make me drift off and get my head out of that zone and just forget everything and get me to sleep. It really really helps me. So yeah, I love those books. I've listened to them so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've yeah, ever weird, physically read I... them. Yeah. Huh. I've read them several times, but um, now I just the audio book them or movie movie them. Yeah, I mean, I, I have them on my Kindle, so like, I was just like, I was kind of, I was also kind of in a rut. Like, I'd finished uh the book that I'd been waiting for for an entire year, basically, um, uh, and was waiting and was kind of like not sure what to read next, and uh, just kind of saw Harry Potter and I was like, you know what, like I'm gonna read Harry Potter again. Harry Potter's pretty it's, good. It's time. Yeah. yeah, it's annoying. Netflix doesn't have; they only had the first four movies. Oh, they don't have any of them here. Like, they're I, I had to. I pirated them. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Miyagi. Um, they had the first four for a while. They had the yeah, and then they got rid of them. Um, but as I say, I can listen to the movies, and I know them the, the movies and the story so well. I don't need to see what's going yeah. on. I just can listen, and it's like an audiobook, <laughs> like an abbreviated audiobook. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, since we're getting into this, I gotta know what are what are y'all's uh, Hogwarts houses? What are y'all's favorite uh, Harry Potter books? Well, for me, it's uh, always Gryffindor. I love Gryffindor. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. Everyone just wants to be Gryffindor. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're just the, they're the coolest. <laughs> what can I say? I mean, do, I, I'm not. I, 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 I'm vehemently not Gryffindor, but I'm not Slytherin. <laughs> Y'all should know what I am. Uh, Hufflepuff. Yep, <laughs> correct. <laughs> did you do a test, or did you decide that? I, I just, I, I, I know, I, I know myself. <laughs> <laughs> know thyself. It's like the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, see, I think I'm, I think I'm rebellious enough and arrogant enough to be Gryffindor, but I'm not sure. like evil. So I think that's why I suit Gryffindor because yeah. I was the, the mischievous mm-hmm. one that would break rules, but not in a villainous way. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Um, All right. What are your favorite I, books? I told my wife that she's definitely Ravenclaw because she's way too smart for me. Um, see, I've decided that she's Ravenclaw. Yeah. For for me, it's a toss up between. I still can't decide. It's either I really like Chamber of Secrets, really, really like it, but I also do like, obviously, the very, very last one as well. I can never really decide which one's my favourite. Yeah. You see, I, 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 didn't, I don't know if I liked the last one as much as the others for some reason, but it's just like, I think I read it after, um, I didn't read it straight away when it was released. I read it like a year later. Um, just because what was happening in my life at the time, I just mm. didn't, didn't get around to it. And I hadn't read the other ones for a while, so it kind of felt like it was disjointed. It felt like it didn't match the rest. So I, I think mean, that still affects my opinion on it. Yeah, it, it's a book that is all about, like, not, like, breaking the conventions of the previous six books, mm. right? So True. And, well, as I say, I, and now when I've read them in quicker succession, it fits a lot better. Yes. Um, but as I said, and so but because of that first impression, it still affects the way I think about it. <laughs> Um, so what's your favorite what, what would you say your favorite one is in I hate the one um, is it the fifth one with um, oh what's your name I've just forgotten her name Order the, of the, the lady who becomes a principal yes Order, Order of the, the Phoenix, Phoenix. Uh, Umbridge Umbridge mm-hmm. yeah yeah I don't know why it just slipped my mind um, I and it's not the book it's her just that it ruins it for <laughs> sorry, yeah, yeah, chi- sorry her it. child it's, abuse it's that. yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I sure imagine having children. It's like it's probably even harder to read that than it horrible. is. Yeah. <laughs> well, not not to the extent like the, how Harry was treated, but like I've had teachers in my life like completely act in similar ways and just disregard what their students have to say mm-hmm. and just call them liars, even though they're not. And mm-hmm. and so it's just too close to home, eh? Like, yeah, I don't like it. Um, yeah, that makes sense. I, I'm sure I've had people. I'm sure I've seen somewhere that people actually vote her. People hate her more than Voldemort. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm I'm right there. Like fuck Umbridge, she's the worst. Like yeah. Voldemort is like cartoonishly evil, so it's a lot easier to like not feel as strongly again about him. And like is also like complex, I guess. Like he, he's both cartoonishly evil, like simply evil, and also compl- complex. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Well, the, like it's... the whole backstory of his motivations from Half Blood Prince, like really gives gives a lot to him but also he's just like he's just like magic hitler so 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's like easy obvious to hate him without anything, like yeah. feeling as much as as like feeling uh, like umbridge, right? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of funny, like, I'm watching Daredevil recently, and there's... I don't think it's too much of a spoiler. You got, you got, um... Fisk. And then he's got, like, this lady that loves him. And I think she's worse than he is, because, like, it's clear how much of an evil person is, but yet she's choosing to... <laughs> to like him. And so I actually dislike her more. <laughs> anyway, that's off topic. Um, what's your favorite book, Brian? Oh, well, you still haven't said yours. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know I suck at this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the correct answer is Half Blood Prince, best book. Mm, that is a good one. I think it quite, the Triwizard Cup. I think I just like. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like maybe the coolest like individual thing she's created. Yeah, yeah. I think I would like that one. Have you guys read the these screenplays that they've done for? Like, I read Cursed, like Child, Cursed Child, but I haven't read no. uh, the other things. Try, try it. I just have an issue that it's not a book. Like, why just not write it as a book? Like, why is it easy to read? Because I haven't, I haven't even well, tried reading it. I, I just it's just like, like reading a play. Weird. It's, really it's, 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 it's yeah. basically the script for the stage show, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah. But is that fun to read, though? <laughs> I don't know. I would have read it, but, but I'm, I'm determined first... to go and see the show. So, but it's just like nine impossible to get tickets in London. It's like a year's wait. <laughs> I listen to I listen to a podcast called Binge Mode. Um, they're going through and they're going through the Harry Potter books right now. Also, this helped this this helped my like obsession. Uh, is listening to uh, them break down all the books and movies. Also, um, but one of the one of the hosts uh, he he is very anti cursed child, mm-hmm. and anytime it gets brought up, he's just like it's not canon. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm, I'm kind of with Jason Concepcion on that one. Mm-hmm. Cursed child, not canon. Okay. Yeah, see, I just don't like that it was released as a screen. That kind of just bugged me. Like, why not just write a book? Mm-hmm. Give give the fans what they want, man. Continuation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, or something. Anyway, uh, I didn't mean to turn this into a Harry Potter <laughs> fan cast, but yeah, I'm, I'm all good with it. I'm all good with it. The f- funny though, when I when it first came out, I actually refused to watch it, the movie. Yeah. Um, mostly because it was the time Lord of the Rings was a thing. And as we all know, I worked on Lord of the Rings, so I was a big fan and way into the movies. And there were, like, girls in my school and in my class, like, I'm not watching Lord of the Rings. I don't like fantasy stuff. And so, But they were all way into Harry Potter, so I'm like, I'm not watching Harry Potter. Then. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just this dumb protest against dumb teenage girls. <laughs> As a dumb teenage boy being dumb against, yeah, you know, you get it. Um <laughs> And eventually when I did watch it, I just, I fell in love with the magic behind. I loved how the movie was made. I mm. think the first movie is still my favorite because the way they did the sets and the, the way they created the, the Hogwarts, it felt alive and magical. Mm. Yeah. Whereas they lost some of that charm and the magic and became too real and gritty as the movies went on. Whereas just the way things moved in the background constantly, there were puppets like all over the sets. There were moving parts. It was just great. Um, and I just fell in love with the magic of it. Yeah, but man, like the the Deathly Hallows movies are so good. Like, yeah. that that's another that's another thing I notice on rewatching is that boy, those Deathly Hallows movies are great. Yeah, they are very good films. Yeah, very very good. Should we do Cassandra's news oh, corner? Oh, yeah, it's me. Yes, sorry, I'm supposed to be trucking us along. Um, <laughs> like I said, I didn't mean to turn this into a Harry Potter fan cast. Let's talk about video as we, as we I, know, I, I was busy. We, we like to tangent. It happens. <laughs> uh, yeah, 
instead of continuing us on, I was trying to think of what else I want to talk about Harry Potter. But yes, continuing, <laughs> Cassandra's News Corner. We have all been slack and have not really kept up with the news. Um, uh, news. What? The news? Cassandra's uh, news. news? Okay. Uh, <laughs> so what we have written down so far is Rockstar Sue's trusted reviews for one million pounds for leaking info about red dead 2 and just before we go on just for the american people out there pounds is the uh british currency <laughs> it's not weight <laughs> pounds is this a concern were you concerned that somebody might think that it was talking about <laughs> suing someone for weight i don't know americans are special brian uh, holy moly <laughs> they forget there's a world outside the usa yeah so well i'll put i'll put this in there uh this this was uh pretty shocking yeah basically rockstar sued this british uh review site trusted reviews basically back in february i believe it was they put out some red dead 2 leaks which they had obviously acquired from someone within the company and red dead red dead rockstar basically sued them and won in court for basically a million quid rock oh, rockstar really? didn't take the money they said to him they've got to give it to charities of rockstar's choosing which was fair enough but it's it it's it's worried a lot of these uh people that do they do leaks as a living like the uh, laura kate dow who's on the gym position with jim sterling she does a lot of leaks and stuff for kotaku and she's really worried because trusted reviews weren't they just gained the information like some from someone within they they didn't break any ndas they weren't signed to any contracts mm -hmm. or anything and yet rockstar still was able to sue them and win by using a very <sighs> funny thing about um it's like what is it company secrets or something like that uh because they because they didn't want to give up the person who'd give them the info they couldn't prove whether the info was gained legitimately so rockstar was able to sue them and win so a lot of these leakers oh, are very uh, kind of scared <laughs> for future leaks it's they're hoping it's not set a precedence a precedent a precedent well the for precedent yeah. yeah yeah i guess it is just in the uk so it's it doesn't affect us law at all um because there's no crossover precedence really mm, yeah but it still is a worry and I don't, i'm assuming that trusted reviews doesn't have that kind of money or are they they're, big they're a fairly big side there they do they do have that kind of money and they, they've paid it off and it's gone to the charities it's just the the fact that they wasn't under any form of nda never signed anything with them so they've not broken anything but still lost yes. at court and just just be honest, Rockstar have plenty of cash. As I say, they don't need the money. Mm -hmm. It's just the fat cash. It's just a Rockstar thing. It's just throwing just one Rockstar away being Rockstar. Fuck Rockstar games. <laughs> yeah, they just. And it's a shame because they make such good games. But why does the company have to be so shitty? Right. Why? Uh, and it doesn't doesn't affect them. We all know leaks actually help with marketing. It's free marketing. Mm -hmm. Because it gets hype around the game, like seriously, like it doesn't affect them at all. That sucks. Yeah, uh, I don't like yeah. it. And especially, it just really bugged me that this company had never signed an NDA. They've not broken anything, and yet Rockstar went after them rather than going after the people that have actually signed NDAs and broken those NDAs. Because technically, okay, fair enough. But it's yeah, it's ridiculous. When I read it, I was just like, that's a joke. <laughs> yeah. 
And they obviously yeah, didn't need the money because they didn't want the money. They just said, yeah, give it to this charity. So it was just, it was, it was a principal thing on their side. So they're just rock star being assholes, basically. Yeah. But yeah, it's like the principal in the negative yeah. sense, not in the positive. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is another one from you, Cliff. Sony releases <laughs> Pro that is seven <laughs> decibels quieter than the last version, which is five less than the original. So at least 13 quieter than Cliff's. Yep. Yeah, this is the thing. I always end up buying images like my original PS4 was just as loud as a jet engine and my Pro is an original because I got it when it first came out. It's so goddamn loud. Did, it, like, uh, did you, I think you see the video I put up of what it sounds like when I'm playing Red Dead at 4K. It is horrific. Like, I, I to the point, yeah. I've hidden it in my desk in the cupboard with the door shut now so I can't hear it. I, I presume it's probably getting a lot hotter in there, but probably I can actually hear my TV now. Before I had to play with headphones, I could not hear my TV. But yeah, they released this. They released uh, one iteration since mine, and that was obviously five decibels lower. And they've just released this new one, which they've got a new power supply in it or something, and that's seven decibels lower. So it's almost thirteen decibels lower than my one. So it's basically very a lot lot quieter much more bearable to play with it's a huge drop in sound and god i wish i had that one my one is because i've got the monster hunter i've got the monster hunter playstation pro and it does yeah it's not it's pretty good it's not too yeah that's what you should do Mm. cliff is get a little bar fridge it'll keep your thing cool and be sound it'll be really good for sound blocking sound oh yeah i'll put it it in there yeah cool it down well, i'm sure the condensation and stuff would break it it starts like sucking in water <laughs> and die well if the fridge is cool enough it shouldn't have condensation if it's a proper one but yeah <laughs> i don't think i want to risk yeah, it maybe not then <laughs> put it in a chest freezer or something <laughs> yeah, <it's>, uh, <laughs> oh, amazing icy cold <laughs> i have i have taken i took it apart the other day because the one thing i do like about the pros is you can just pull the top off to get to the fan and the vents mm. to clean like they haven't made it so when you open it up to clean the the fans and stuff it doesn't break your warranty tab so you can take the top off and clean it without voiding your warranty which is very very good so you can just take off clean yes, it clean out the vents really easy pop it back on so yeah my was mega dusty but didn't make any difference red dead's just ridiculous <laughs> oh, it's this. Oh, this a joke it's beyond a joke <laughs> Wasn't it like like three hundred gigabytes or something dumb like that? Yeah, it was about. <laughs> it's like one hundred and twenty. Yeah, or something, isn't it? about that. It comes on two Blu-rays. And so, <laughs> it comes on two discs. On. Yeah, two discs. Yeah. From my experience, games on PlayStation are smaller than games on Xbox. So, what is it on Xbox? I think it tallies in at about the same actually. This time round, okay. with Red Dead, yeah, like even on disc, I still well, it, yeah, installed off one disc and then the other disc, and it was. It's got it's got a full install size of about a hundred gig, even though I have a disc. <laughs> it has to install to the system, so it still takes up that huge amount of space. Anyway, yeah, crazy. Heck. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Um, the last news I put down is Final Fantasy fifteen stuff. Mm, yes. Just to remind me, this is just a reminder of what's happened. Mm. The director for Final Fantasy fifteen has left Square yes, Enix. It, uh, yeah. Was it to butter? Um, mm. Yes, and the from the looks of it, the Windows version of Final Fantasy XV has been canned because of that. 
and all and, all and the, also all the DLC, isn't it? Yeah, and um, what, what DLC? Like, isn't haven't we already got like five DLCs? Yeah, like another three. So I wasn't there was sure. Be a, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know there was any more coming. Yeah, it was going to be like a Lunar Freya chapter, um, a Noctis chapter, some another one, and I can't remember who the other one was as well. Yeah, it was like three more chapters. See, I'd have liked to play the Lunar mm. one, like just because the um. It'd be cool to, you know, just have it from a different, complete different perspective. Yeah, it would have been nice to have her character. She's a very cool character. It would have been nice to have that fleshed out a bit more. But, yeah, yeah. I don't know what this means for, obviously, Final Fantasy VII Remake as well, because wasn't he working on that? <clears throat> I'm not 100% sure what he was doing uh, with that, to be honest. Um, to be honest, I don't think that's ever coming out anyway. <laughs> I, I genuinely think that game is never coming out. Yeah. Just like Death uh, no, that is coming out. What? That is definitely coming out. <laughs> we'll They'll see. come out at the same time. <laughs> no, there's been huge progress on Death Stranding though. We haven't seen Final Fantasy VII forever. Like everyone's talking about Death Stranding now. I'm so glad that game is actually going to come out. <laughs> that, that game's going to come out in 2030 when we're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing with Final Fantasy VII, like, yes, it's a remake, but have already got the story the game the dialogue the characters everything in place all they need to do <laughs> is make the game like make it look pretty that's all they need to do like i don't understand why it's so because hard because they're going crazy they was going to build it in chat in like they wanted to be like an episodic episodic what, how could they, they make final <laughs> fantasy 7 into an episodic game it's an open world rpg how the fuck would that even work it uh, it's just on the three discs, three episodes on the fucking three discs. <laughs> I was looking forward to it so much, but I think it was going to be bad. I think they would have just screwed it. <sighs> I just want to run around Midgar. Yeah. I just want to run around Midgar. What, what, I want full HD um, Golden Saucer. Yeah. I want the exact same yeah. games. I want to play the MOG game mm-hmm. with high definition. I want to feed my MOG and make it happy so you can fly and make and find a girlfriend. That's all I want to do. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Well, you can just just buy a, a mini PlayStation One. Play on that. <laughs> That's the last thing I th- see. I really liked the when the Nintendo did it. I don't know if it's what it is. Maybe because I it was new. Mm. But now I just I'm not that excited about the PlayStation Mini. No. Well, I mean the Cause I can... the, the lineup of games also is you know not not great. Yeah, they could. There, there was a I lot. There was a lot of games they could have put on there that they didn't. Like, I was very surprised. Like, they put cool borders on there. Come on, come on now. Surely, the... <laughs> and they put on like like twisted metal, but not twisted metal two. Like, not the good one. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, if I'm going to play Final Fantasy VII the original, I'm getting the PS4 version, <laughs> and I'm going to like sp- so I can speed things up. Like, I'm not going to play yeah. <laughs> the original. Right, we'll just play it on. And your I've Vita. got the discs like for the original. Yeah. <laughs> so same with Metal Gear One, just on the Vita or PS. Right, yeah, whatever. <laughs> play the play the Twin Snakes. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. controversial. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's sad news for people who um, like I, I like Fifteen uh, well enough. Mm. Um, oh, oh yeah, I was I wanted to play some of the DLC, but haven't got around to it. Um, so less reason to now anyway. It's a yeah. shame. A little uh, sad for those who are way into it. Way, way, very sad for those who are. Into yeah, it. that poor game has had a very just troubled 
concept since day one. You know, like they they built it, had to break it down, start again. Was, the engine was real trouble to work with. They changed it over to a different engine midway through. It's just been a nightmare. And then it's been, it's been in production hell, that game. And it's just come to another poor, sad, lonely end. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. yeah. And we don't really know the reasons. Nah. All right. Does that should we move on to what we've been playing? Yeah, let's talk about some video games. Yeah. I'm gonna start because I'm rude. Go on in. Oh, okay, I want to be. I want to start. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um do you guys want to pick what game do you, I want to talk about though? Um so I've I have i have been hearing a bunch of people talk about Immortal Unchained. Why don't you tell me about that? Okay. I saw this <laughs> out of nowhere. And I was intrigued at a game released because this is a day and age where we seem to know everything that's coming. There's no surprises. And I was actually thinking like a couple of days before I saw it, it was like, I want a, I want a new game. I want a game to surprise me like Demon's Souls did. Mm-hmm. I want a game like that. And then, funny enough, uh, a Souls-like game gets released. Um, I didn't have the time when it first released to get it or I was doing other things. So I picked up a couple weeks later and I already started seeing rumblings from Twin Humanities, um, Sentinel Plus, Dave on Twitter. They had all picked it up on release and were enjoying it. It's, for those who don't know, I'm sure surprised if you don't. It's a, it's a Souls-like game, third-person action game. It's set, it's very, it's fantasy sci-fi. And so I say that because sci-fi usually means spaceships and more like mass effect it's not like that at all it's it's a fantasy sci-fi so it's like more i got this weird highlander vibe i don't know if that makes sense to anybody (laughs) you know like highlander is set in our world modern day but there's actually this backstory about these immortals and it's really like this sci-fi stuff that you don't get if you just watch highlander one the first Mm. highlander um so i'm talking about the background stuff to highlander not the main movie um yeah, it's like this futuristic world, um, but super uber fantasy, like with gods and, and beings and stuff. But it's not swords, it's guns. It's all guns. Um, so it doesn't play like a shooter at all. The manual aiming is terrible. Like it's, <laughs> it's quite janky. It is designed to be your Dark Souls target and shoot. So it's, still, it's not like long range shooter. It's a, it's a close range shooter close to mid-range shooter um i got i got a sniper and i was expecting it to be able to like go scope in and so i can pick off you know like like with the bow in dark souls you can kind of pick off a couple of enemies before you get into a crowd nope that you can't scope in it is still targeting um i think each weapon has a range i think the longer the range the further you can actually target as well i believe i may be wrong about that Uh, and it's just the r3 target just like dark souls um and I was actually really impressed with it. it. It's a little janky. It's not as polished as a FromSoft game. Like, it, it doesn't feel as nice to play. Um, I was into it. I do have some major issues. I am not as um, into it as you might other people like Jeremy or or CJ and Patty and, and Dave. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's who I was <laughs> wondering about. Yeah, I, I actually have some serious issues with it. And... Um, 
the, the level design is fantastic. They do a lot of the, the Dark Souls wrapping around. Jeremy's just ahead on Don't Go Up Skeletons, the, the lead level designer. And all in all, the fantastic job. They're very creative and unique how they wrap around. I just have issues with some of the checkpoints. They're called obelisks in this. It's just like the bonfire in Dark Souls. Some of them are real dickheads. <laughs> like, you're like, you you know, you struggle through this area and you barely get, you're like, oh, finally, I found an obelisk. I can rest. Like, you know, I've made a checkpoint. And then it, that, and you realize that you're stuck between, like, weapon uh, health and ammo draining enemies. And so just to get out of the next room, you're like, you're just draining all your supplies and it's just a drag. And it's really frustrating when that happens. Like, you work so hard to get a new um, obelisk and then it's just yeah dick move I think to, to have it like it's it's Dark Souls generally gives you a bit of like breathing room around bonfires I only can think of a couple that there's enemies right there but most of them there's a bit of breathing room this is just like you can walk three feet away from the obelisk it feels and there's the toughest enemy in the in that area is right at your right on your on you and yeah it's it's a pain so you end up losing half your <laughs> healing items with just to kill the first enemy so that's my biggest complaint that's my biggest complaint is that um and i was, other all in all it's 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 worth giving a go i'd, I'd probably wait for a sale though just because i'm not as positive on it as other people i just like that it was a surprise i'm really glad they've made it I would probably say it's the best Souls-like game to date. Yeah, it was like 60% off in the UK PSN like a weekend or two ago. And I was pretty bummed out because like if it had been on sale for that price in the US, I totally would have bought it. But I'm uh, kind of holding off on it for now. Yeah, it's, it's worth giving both, it a Both go. what you said and also Jeremy told me the same thing when I was asking him about it. Yeah, and I spoke to Jeremy about a lot about this. Um, he forgave it for all those things. It could have been a timing thing of when I played it. Um, I don't want to dwell on this, but for those who don't know, um, my dad passed away recently, and I started playing it the day he passed. So, that, and then I didn't play for two weeks, and then that probably made it a bit harder to be into it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I, I don't think it affected me drastically <clears throat> in that way, but it, it I guess, because I separated. The, the gameplay out um it made it a bit hard to get into um i think i like the dark souls worlds where you it's open but you kind of know where you're going most of the time whereas this the levels are way bigger like levels with this is more level it it has a little bit of demon souls where you've got the um archstones they, or they, in this it's gateway so you warp to different worlds but they actually interlink together and you just so you constantly find these random magic like portal doors and it's like why is this door here and i you, i just feel like i'm lost rather than feel like i'm progressing so i feel like i'm stumbling around and i just don't like that feeling whereas some people do some people like stumbling around mm. aimless well aimlessly might be the wrong word but um whereas i'm having issues with that um so it's kind of slowed me down and put me off a little bit. But I'm super glad I've played it, super glad they've made it, and really happy um, that it exists, basically. So it's a, it, yeah, it's a two-sided coin for me. 
Got any questions? I don't know. I, see, I was, I was, the, I was looking at it, and obviously, I was talking to a lot of people about. It. Obviously, I was speaking to Jeremy. I was speaking to CJ. CJ, like, pretty much straight away pointed out to me. Said, uh, knowing what you like and what kind of things you're into, he was like, I don't think you'll like this. And I was like, oh, I might rent it to give it a go. But I watched a few videos, and I don't know. It just seemed I, the thing that caught me out is I said it looked a bit bland, right? And everything looked the same. But then someone pointed out to me how much I like the surge. And then I kind of thought, <laughs> yeah, this is true. That game does look pretty much the same the whole time you play it. And I, I absolutely love that. So I don't know. It's weird. It just, just what I haven't played it pers- right, for myself, but watching it just for whatever reason, it just didn't seem to draw me in. And I don't know. I don't know why that is. I don't know whether it's because it's shooting or I don't know. It just, it looked like the enemy encounters kind of were kind of the same. Like if you had a certain gun, it's just like, yeah, get round behind, shoot the thing on their back. Did you feel the combat yeah. mechanics were a bit repetitive or? The pretty, it's, it is. There are the magic doing air quotes in this game are like abilities for each gun. And so they change. Mm. Um, so they change things up a little bit. Like I think you can spec to maybe favor being more of a spell, a caster. Okay. <laughs> Again, you're not really a magician, a magic <laughs> person. It's just, yeah, it's, it's the specialty tools on each weapon. Um, I actually find the, I guess I find the combat reasonably okay. As I say, it's not as polished. So all in all, like the surge was probably a more, polished game like that the world looked more detailed mm. um and a bit fancier it's i guess slightly more triple a moving that direction mm. this is definitely not like this is very simple it has its own art style which is strong yeah. at times and it looks good but it's simple so it's a lot more not quite last generation and you mm. know like things have got more detailed as we've gone along so there's more in each room <laughs> I found looking uh, at it, people it could... kind of had the same sort of it, its art style reminded me of uh, Warframe a little bit, that kind of sort of. Okay, I haven't seen much Warframe, yeah. but yes, it, yeah, what I have seen of it, I can see that it's that kind of sci-fi. It's like um, weird sci-fi, if you know what I mean. It's kind of like I wouldn't say yeah, I wouldn't say body What's horror it? sci-fi, but it's sort of just yeah, a bit odd. There is a little bit of mm. that um, because all the enemies are bodies that have been kind of repurposed okay. and mashed together with um robots so there's i think it's like this ai which is considered like a god in the game i think and it's like basically taking over and there's very few human mm. actually living humans left and they're like mashing humans together with robots and making them work for them like as this army mm. um it- it is a question. One one of the main things that always gets me, you know how I am with, I'm very vocal about difficulty in games. Um, how, how how I'm absolutely terrible. And I like games to be fair and if to be able to give it the option to make a game a lot easier. Dark Souls, for example, really hard game. If I want to make it easier, I just grind the hell for three hours and I can make myself super powerful <laughs> to make the game a lot easier for myself. You know, I have that option. What's would you say difficulty wise? Did does, does it feel fair or I would say no at times, mm. but not it's not terrible. You can grind. It's got all the Dark Souls leveling. Mm. Um the stats don't 
it doesn't feel like you can do a build the same way. Okay. Like, I was trying to go like a dex type build, and that's fine. But then only the only guns I was finding needed quite a lot of strength. Yeah. So I've ended up with like a quality, what we would know as a quality build, because I needed the strength to use any gun that was better, or because I had the starting gun for like ages. Um, it doesn't bother with armor. Like you find pods around that upgrade your your character, like physically with armor and abilities, to, like hold more healing items. Mm. So the stats are just about really damage output, as far as I can tell, and movement. There's a, a there's a agility type stat which increases your dodge rate distance and iframes i believe hmm. so it, it's this weird mix between demon souls dark souls and dark souls 2 <laughs> with the agility and the dodging um yeah and a bit of gears of war in it. <laughs> it, it's definitely worth giving a go it's definitely worth giving it a go hmm. i think i it's just because I've got the rental company, I think I might give it a blast, but obviously, there's just too many. Like at the moment, I've got a couple of big games playing. I I haven't even cracked yeah, open, exactly. I've got Call of Cthulhu sitting on my shelf. I haven't even managed to, like, I haven't even put it in the machine yet. So, yeah, yeah, I need to get to that one as well. Um, yeah, as I say, I just I'm just curious that everyone seems to be very positive on it, like in the in our community, and I. I was, but have kind of lost steam with it, and so I, was, I just wanted to share my different opinion because yeah. not everyone's gonna sit I, I, with everything. I game. think the, the one, the one universal thing I'm hearing come from everyone that they all kind of feel that it has those demon souls vibes. It's very new, very fresh, something a bit different, and it's capturing people's imaginations, which is which is pretty cool. Yes, and. As I said, there have been a lot of Souls-like rip-offs or, or copies. Mm. This has been the one that's got the closest um, in a lot of ways. Although I was a huge Neo fan, but I don't think that was actually trying I, to copy I think Dark Souls as be- much as people said it yeah, was. Yeah, I think that's because obviously Immortal Unchained is actually trying something fresh with that template, whereas things like Surge mm-hmm. and Neo and things like that were kind of very, very similar to Dark Souls and weren't really trying anything fresh. Just uh, I think yeah. yeah. Of whereas in Mortal Unchained, yeah. they they've tried something that I see as very very difficult to put shooting mechanics into that template of game, and yeah, I think that's a very very hard thing for them to succeed on doing. And it seems like they've obviously they've got done a pretty good job of it. So. Yeah, no, I have. Um, as I say, I was saying before, like I think they could have. Um, what's his name? Uh, Stuart Cullen from he does the was the yeah so what's the new uh, Scottish Sun gaming yeah Scottish yeah. Sun yeah yeah that's it um, he commented when I was tweeting about it about how they he thinks they they would have done they could have done with some extra time and development and some extra money mm. and I agree like they could have with a few extra months and a few extra things I think and a few extra a bit more money um. But the game, they could have gone too far. They could have overdeveloped yeah. and ruined it. Yeah, of course. So it's hard to say. Yeah. It's, anyway, I've talked enough. It's, it's, it's been nice to see the reaction and the community rallying around it and enjoying it. And like I said, like it, I don't think it's going to be for me, but I'm very glad that people have found something in it and they're very enjoying it. It's like with The Surge. Everyone hated that. I loved it, but 
I was very happy to be playing it, and I'm I'm happy that everyone else is in, enjoying this. It's good. It's, it's cool. Well, fair enough. Well, that's the funny thing with Lords of the Fallen. I finished it. I thought it was okay um, for an attempt to to mimic Dark Souls. I don't like the aesthetic, the chaos aesthetic that they they went with. That very Western mm. high yeah. fantasy. Um, but I was intrigued to see what they could do next, and that's why I think I bounced off the suit so much is because I don't think they learned anything. I think they went backwards in some ways. Mm. Um. And so I'm curious to see what the, this company does now, mm. um, because now I think this has done a better job than Lords of the Fallen did for a, a copy. Yeah, I, I didn't like Lords of the Fallen, but yeah, love Surge. Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> I'm like a Surge, Surge apologist. I love that game. I've actually, <laughs> yeah, everyone's been playing, everyone was playing that and I actually did put on Surge the other day. I was like, I'm starting a new game. I'm playing the Surge. Fuck you. Yeah. The Surge. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, um, Brian, what have you got to, what have you been playing? Um, well, uh, do, let's say, let's save the, the one that we've both been playing. Um, mm-hmm. we'll talk about that together. Uh, Cliff, do you want to talk about Destiny 2 for a little bit? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, let's talk about Destiny 2. I've been playing it too. Yeah, let's all let's all talk about Destiny 2 then. What's everybody doing? Um, well, me not playing it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I did, I did. I thought I saw on Twitter that you would kind of put it down. Yeah, I was. You were feel, feeling the grind a little bit. Yeah, the Destiny yo-yo continues. No, see, the thing is, <laughs> I, I love. You know me. I enjoy the Destiny grind and. Uh, Forsaken come out and I had to rush through Warmind and Curse of Osiris because I didn't play those DLCs because I was kind mm-hmm. of burnt out so I had to I rushed through those I didn't want to use the booster just to skip them because I did want to experience that content so I played through them obviously started playing Forsaken Forsaken is awesome they've fixed a lot of stuff that was wrong with Destiny 2 big time they, they've they've given people lots of options to progress lots of stuff to do the only thing that i i had an issue with and slowed me down for someone who has a lot less time when you sort of hit that 520 light cap it slows everything down and it artificially bricks you like some what certain events that you was getting drops for would give you plus five light on items when you hit that 520 they're only giving you like plus one so everything comes to a real slow crawl. And I found I was just gaining like too slowly and I just didn't have the time to keep up with everyone. So all of the people I play with just shot off ahead of me because they have a lot more time and got left behind. And I was like, oh, Red Dead 2's out. Oh, I guess I got to play that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is um, a shame. They, they did change that a little bit. The uh, So the, the things that would give you plus five that were only giving you plus one, uh, they increased that to where it can give you plus two now, which helps a little bit. Um, but I also feel like just overall, like, I think they must have changed how often powerful engrams drop in some places because, uh, over the past like couple weeks, mm. I've, I feel like I've been getting like a lot more of them than I was previously. Okay. Uh, like, especially like the prime engrams that you get, yeah. you know, just like the, the random drop ones. Um, and I, it, it, it probably was partially because I was playing a lot of the haunted forest over the Halloween, uh, uh, Festival of the Lost yeah. or whatever, but I just like I felt like I was getting one of those like every three or four runs, which was pretty nice. That is pretty good, yeah. So obviously, they're they're 
it's the prime engrams they give you a nice big, uh, nice big boost, didn't they? So it's yeah, yeah. But the the content within Forsaken is really really good. So there's a lot of different things you can do, and they seem to have been learning their lessons from obviously I thought they would have learned their lessons from destiny one to destiny two, but they, they <laughs> broke a lot of things and then they've gone, Oh bugger. We'll, we'll go back and they've, they've locked into it and they've changed a lot now, but by all intents and purposes as well, like there was a news report that came out obviously today that destiny two is not really doing as well as they'd hoped. So, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That was, that was kind of a bummer. Yeah. Isn't it talk about Disney three already? There's yeah, there's there's some rumors out there that I've been seeing about uh, Destiny three, about like your guardians gonna be able to like use the darkness and stuff, and so like you'll like I don't know if there will be like some kind of weird morality system, but I don't know. Like, I mean, like I, I think everybody kind of knew that it was coming. Like, Destiny three is gonna be after this round of of expansions. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know, man. Like, I hope that they learn their lesson this time and destiny three starts off from where destiny two left off mm. instead of starting from the beginning again, apparently. Yeah. It seems like they kind of backtracked on a lot of stuff they'd learned by the end of destiny one and backtracked yeah. on a lot of it and gone. Oh, okay. Let's just go back here. Oh, 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 we forgot our lessons. <laughs> well, as, um, as a reason, newcomers of destiny two, I was surprised how short the main story was. Mm. It really does feel like Destiny 2 was a placeholder for more expansions to charge more... Well, this is looking at it very cynically, to charge more money for expansions. Mm-hmm. Like, me and Odin went through the story very quickly. Very little actually happened. Um, and, like, we got to the end of the story and we still hadn't even got our... Go- uh, um, our sparrows our bikes hover thingies and i was i just found it was a bit weird <laughs> like how quickly it rushed you through it and it was just there for the dlc i don't know if that's just because we came to it late or if that's how people felt initially it just didn't feel like there was as much of a story as the first one had i uh, i i feel like there was like I, I feel like they probably and i've got a friend who's actually playing through uh the main campaign of Destiny 2. He he played it on PS4, but he picked it up again on PC. Um, and he hadn't really played it since, like, he never played any of the expansions or anything. And he said that he feels like the campaign was easier and faster uh, than when he initially played it. So I almost wonder if maybe they tuned it down a little bit mm. uh, to, to kind of speed people through to the DLC. So that might be part of what you were feeling. Okay. Yeah, it just felt like it ended, like, really quickly. Um yeah, but it's fun. It's fun to shoot things. Um, the the hub area looks awesome with the Halloween skin with the lanterns everywhere uh, and all the candles. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I wonder how long yeah. they're going to keep that. Mm. And the, the other thing I was thinking as well, because obviously I bought the, um, was it like the bloody legendary whatever, whatever that's got the annual pass and the, DLC or whatever so obviously you've got like the, the Black Armoury then Penumbra and all that stuff I've got all that but I don't know whether I can jump back in and play that stuff because obviously I'm not keeping up with everything I'm a bit sort of like because they're not like proper expansions are they they're kind of like um, 
Well, it's it's going to be like Curse of Osiris or Warmind level, so mm-hmm. I can't imagine that you're not going to be able to get into it. Um, but boy, speaking of Black Armory, I'm pretty excited uh, mm. for Heavy Machine Guns to come back. Yes, yes, very much. Yeah. Um, and there's a there's a quest going on right now that people are pretty sure is going to lead to us getting the Thunderlord. Oh, is is, is that is for the uh, the Master Ives thing? Is that the quest? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Thunderlord, that thing was awesome. That was it's that was a great great gun. Like I I just so excited to have heavy machine guns back. Like they were my favorite weapons in the first game, and it's always rankled with me that we didn't get it back. It was quite funny, actually. Like, yeah, I used heavy machine guns a lot in Destiny 1. And then they obviously not got them in Destiny 2. And I didn't even really realize that they weren't in there until someone said, oh, yeah, Fun Lord's coming back. I was like, hold on a minute. <laughs> we haven't got heavy machine guns. Where have I nope. been? Nope. I'm all about the swords, man. Slice and dice. <laughs> I, I only really like the one hunter sword that's a katana. Oh, I want that one. It's, it's pretty good. It's a hunter exclusive, so if you don't play a hunter, you can't use it. Well, I'm a hunter. That's yeah. me. Well, perfect. You'll get it at the end of the campaign, I think. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I did the campaign. I don't remember getting it. <laughs> I got a sword, but it wasn't that good. It wasn't the quick fang? I don't remember. Well, anyway. Uh, it's not relevant. Let's not get in bogged down in the details. <laughs> uh, that's Destiny 2. Um, I'm still playing it. It's still good. Yeah. Uh, I it's it's oh it's also it's free on PC until the mm-hmm. 18th of November so yeah. for a little over a week from the time of recording. Yeah. So, so if, if you, you haven't picked it up on PC, you may as well just go ahead and grab it. It's free. Yep. Get it. Nothing wrong with free at all. And as as Destiny One was as the Destiny Two is the, the their shooting mechanics are still. Yep. A one. A one. A one. Yeah. I still think the running's a little too slow. I'd like <laughs> it to move a little quicker. Still feels good to shoot, though. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. The shooting is yeah. good. Crisp, tight shooting. Very, very good. All right, uh, um, Charles next? and Cliff, tell me about Spider-Man. It's good. That's a game I still haven't played. Do you really want me to talk about Spider-Man? Because no one seems to want to talk about Spider-Man with Cliff. Go ahead and talk <laughs> about Spider-Man, man. Look, man. Cliff doesn't like it. <laughs> this is a real bone of contention with me. All right. <laughs> I do like it, but once again, it's way too fucking hard for me. Like, oh. <laughs> it's the thing is, right? It's probably not that hard. There's just too much going on in combat, way too much, and I cannot keep up with what's going on. And I just get my ass kicked left, right, and centre, even on easy. Uh, yeah, too just like. I think it's when you're fighting Fisk at the start of the game and you're fighting him. It was fine, yeah, fighting him, yeah, enjoying it. But then, like, you get a mob of, like, seven or eight dudes around you as well. And it just, nah, it just went to pop. I was just like, what is going on? I really struggle when there's too much going on really, really bad. I like to be able to concentrate on one or two things. Like, as I say, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, things like that. You've got a couple of things that you need to concentrate on. That's fine. I'm just, I don't know, I guess I'm just an idiot who can't concentrate on too many things at once. It's, yeah. Well, and that, that's a shame. Like, I get that, and it's a shame that that is an issue for you, and I'm mm. sure it's for other people. And when you tweet about there were a few other people who had agreed with you and had the similar yeah. criticism. But the hard thing is, is that's 
that is Spider-Man. So if they didn't do it, I would also yeah. yeah. But they could also they could also do a story mode difficulty where people die in like two well, punches. Right. Or or it's more cinematic the fighting. So you yeah. Story story mode right. would be fine. They could. They've done it with um, what was that vampire game that just came out recently? It was quite hard, and then they put I can't remember what was it called. But the, uh, the people, but it was by the people that did um, life. Um, Life is strange. Strange life is strange. Yes. Oh my god! Wasn't it just called vampire? Yeah, vampire. Yeah, vampire. Yeah, but with the Y yeah. instead of the yeah, uh, it's vampire. Yes. But they they basically they did a super hard mode and a really easy mode, so I was able to go and play it. Same with um, it was another game that I couldn't play. Yeah, that's fair. You're right. You're right. They definitely could. Loads of games recently have been adding story mode difficulties in them, and a lot of them are games that I wasn't able to play before. They put story mode in, bosh, I've gone back, played them, enjoyed them, loved them. Because it, because Good. I have such little time to play games, I like to be able to just get in and move forward and not have to worry about banging my head against a brick wheel, wall because I'm pretty crap at video games. <laughs> I just, yeah. And I really want to play Spider-Man because what I played of it, I really enjoyed. Like, it's a stunning looking game. The mechanics are tight. Everything runs beautifully. The voice acting's fantastic. Yes, it is. Everything is... And it's Spider-Man. I fucking love Spider-Man. He's like one of my favourite superheroes. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, yeah. I was so beyond gutted that I'm just not good enough to play that game. <laughs> Makes me sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wonder if some of, the, some of the abilities you unlock... Like, my technique is for fighting is punch the guys in the air, then then jump after them and fight them in the air because other people can't hit you. <laughs> um, that's how I dealt with crowds. Punch one into the sky and then just fight them up there. Yeah. Some people have said, yeah, there are some abilities that can help that you, you get down the line, like where you can like stick people to walls so you can take them out of the fight and stuff. But yeah. A yeah. story. A story it's... Yeah, it would be, and that's fair enough. Um, just swinging around the city, yeah, it's just so much fun. I planned it the other day. Oh, nice! Really, it's pretty wow. good at that. How long yeah. did that take you to do then, from release or? Uh, be close to two months. God, I finished a game a month ago. I just had, I was editing and doing stuff at the same time, and I was just swinging around doing the last few things. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I don't know. But did we talk about Spider Man last time, Brian? I think, it just uh, I think we out. talked about it a little bit, but it had just come out. Yeah, so yeah. So um, one of the things I'm really happy with is I finished a game at 93 percent of the game complete. So I finished a story at 93 percent of everything collected, and it felt like I did it as part of my progression through the game. It didn't okay. feel like I was ever grinding or doing these side hunts or quests. I think I talked about this on me and Odin's Let's Chat video the other day. Um, whereas, like, as a as a comparison, I really liked Batman Arkham City. Like, I, I remember feeling like, I'm Batman. <laughs> like, while I was playing it. Like, it really felt like they did a really good job of making you immersed as feeling like Batman. I finished a game with 35% complete. Whoa. Mm -hmm. And then you had to go find all of those crazy Riddler trophies. I was just not, I just didn't. I was just like, I'm not doing it. Like, it didn't feel like it was part of the game. It felt like it was sure. slapped on at the end. Whereas everything in this felt like it was part of it. 
uh it was clever how they introduced things like one of the side quests was meeting uh, another character as it was a main quest you had to do you get introduced to the side character and then that opens up side things to do related to that character and so you felt like you wanted to progress those things and i thought that was really well done um yeah just the world's great like it's just fantastic um i just played the first dlc and finished that the heist um, is that is that the one with black? Is it black cat? I've seen that one. Black mm. cat, yeah. Fantastic. Really liked Aww. it. Um, Maybe I'll it, play that game at some point. It it, it was a perfect add on to the game, and for, I believe her story is continuing. I was kind of hoping that it would be like a new superheroes each one but i think it's continuing it'll be more on that it's like a saga like a, tr- a three-part series continuing that story and what's happening um i think turf is the last one yeah it's good one of my biggest complaint with the dlc would be that it actually opens up you've got to load up to a different version of the map oh that's kind of a bummer it's and not just so- like built into the game what it is it's all the same world but like for example like the last things i had to do for the main campaign to get 100 percent were just doing like uh, random crimes that were happening around the city but when i was in the dlc when i'm going around the city for as the dlc the main the story quests those weren't they don't appear the main story ones yeah only the ones okay. related to the dlc uh, okay yeah so that was a bit of a shame i didn't really like so it really that. is kind of like a because standalone it... thing in a way yeah. it is yes um yeah it's really good i'm really sorry that you can't get into a club uh, like for I'm the su- I'm difficulty su- I'm reason super gutted like <laughs> i was so excited for this game leading up and everything i see about this game is just perfect they could just just give me that little story mode difficulty i would be all over this game like a rash because should we start a petition i i I have i have (laughs) i have tweeted them it loads of times (laughs) okay everyone please please make a story listening go tweet to play this game (laughs) um oh the other other complaint it's not really a complaint the other observation i found um murdoch and nelson attorneys at law office which is really fun (laughs) i thought that was that's pretty good awesome um everyone knows the avengers buildings in the game there's loads of that kind of stuff isn't there there's loads of little hidden areas that you can find yeah so cool it's super cool but my biggest gripe with the marvel universe and the fact that the avengers exist as a thing is it makes no sense that no one else is coming in to help like new york city is getting messed up real bad by the end of the game where the heck is daredevil (laughs) like where is the avengers their their main office is in the freaking city and they're not anywhere to be seen like i get it like it would make the game not a spider-man game if they were there but just yeah Come i don't man. know well what I is the, aren't like, half of them all dead though <laughs> <laughs> hey spoilers man oh, come on if you haven't uh, this, seen it by this, now this come isn't, on this isn't the movies <laughs> um what is um like what is the scale of like the the threat in this game like is it is it a spider-man level threat or is it like an avengers level like hey we should call in backup for this it's 
to the point where New York City is under martial law and there is warfare okay. happening on the streets. So, so the Avengers should be in there. Yes, what you're saying. <laughs> Spider-Man handles it clearly, but there yeah. are because he's Spider-Man, he's great. There are five bad guys that you're fighting at one point. Okay. But uh, like are they are they like all Spider-Man bad guys, like no crossover stuff? It it, it is, is like all Sinister Spider-Man. Six guys. Yeah, yeah it, it's your um it's yeah. I don't. I actually don't want to say. Actually, I don't want no, to spoil anything. No, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just assuming that it's Sinister Six and it, the villains. So it's um yeah they all they, I guess they are. But like, what I had a thought the other day. Um, like after I've, finding I have a request for when you edit this podcast, by the way, Charles. Yeah. Um. Can you have the end song be a freak like me? Me needs company. You have to send me a link. I have no idea what that okay. is. Well, uh, <laughs> um. How come it's, I'm it's from this? the Spider-Man uh, musical? Why am I editing this, by the way? <laughs> you're awesome. Because <laughs> I have a long weekend. I don't want to do work. <laughs> um, the like I was thinking the other day after finding the Nelson and Murdoch office, mm. like I don't, I can understand why they don't want them appearing all the time. One, it's probably licensing, and it probably costs them more money. But how cool it would be just every so often, just having Daredevil going, just rocking up and just helping you kick some ass, like, <laughs> like. If you're getting beat and it's not looking good, there's a chance that... Um, Just, like, have one of the Avengers come flying in and help you out or whatever? Yeah. That would that would actually be pretty dope. That would be amazing. Why don't uh, why don't we make video games, Phil? We should. <laughs> Hire us. I don't know how to make them, but I'll tell you how to make them. <laughs> we'll be your idea, guys. I know how to make yeah, them to let Cliff be able to play them. <laughs> have you guys seen... Have you seen My House, My Castle? The Australian movie no. i have not it's really good um but yeah it's always the, the dad's always talking about how he's an ideas man <laughs> <laughs> i'm an ideas man <laughs> uh, anyway okay um brian what else have you been playing uh so i, I i've kind of like just been spending a lot of time i i've wor- i've been working a lot lately um i don't know how how clear i make that on social media but it's been like six days a week most weeks Got that um, sweet overtime this week, didn't you? I, yeah, I worked on I worked on election day. Uh, I went and voted early, and I worked on election day. I got that double time nice. for working on a holiday, which was pretty nice. And well um, done voting, but doing your civic duty. I, yeah, I, I, I voted early. I have I have a sticker right here. Um, I did I, I didn't not vote. I, I come on. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, because because of that, I've been spending a lot of time on the couch, just kind of chilling when I when I'm at home. Um. And so I uh, busted the Vita back out. Been a while. Vita means life. Uh, mm. And I've been playing Breath of Fire three, and it's been it's been good and fun. Like it's been a long time since I played that game. There's a really nice uh, PSP uh, port of it that runs in sixteen by nine, and it uh, you know it looks really good. Like those those thirty two bit like uh, pixel RPGs just look look great, and Breath of Fire is among them. It's a fun game. Yeah, I've only played one of the Breath of Wild, uh, Breath of Fire games, but I can't remember which one it was. So I mean, four or five. Yeah. Uh, do you remember what console it was on? Uh, probably PS One. I'm guessing. And the, that would be either three or four. Uh, three is my favorite. So, uh, if you haven't played it, you should, I, I would recommend it. it I, all I remember, I stopped playing because I was in the. I had to walk across a desert, and it pissed me off like crazy. 
because <laughs> it took ages i just was like i'm not doing this and i stopped playing am i having three uh that is three yeah <laughs> yeah it's otherwise the, it's i love the, the game it's one of my favorite um, old school game rpgs except for that part yeah uh, yeah I, I don't know like i said it's been a long time since i played it so maybe when i get to that point it'll be interminable to me and i won't be able to finish it <laughs> but it's uh it's, it's definitely a game i have really fond memories of and it's been fun getting back to it even if I'm only playing it in like 15 minute chunks here and there. Yeah, I just like you can turn into a dragon. I think it's yeah, it's cool. That's extremely cool. Yeah. So Charles, you've been playing. Well, well you just talked about a thing. Uh, Cliff, tell me about tell me about being a cowboy. Sorry, I was waiting. Cassandra, just gonna tell me off. Oh, I'm so gonna get towed off. Sorry, Cassandra. Um, yeah, Red Dead Two. Um, howdy, howdy, yo. yo very 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 much enjoying this game um like i said to you charles like um i love my western stuff uh so i've been waiting a long time for a, a, a really deep western game obviously loved red dead one uh red dead 2 is uh, a technical marvel to be honest like that open world is stunning the game uh this <laughs> There's a few things that I don't like about it, obviously, but the shooting is typical Rockstar shooting. It's a bit sort of heavy and a bit blah. But yeah, they can't do it. Uh, they? they don't. <laughs> Considering they can, a lot of their games consist of a lot of shooting, they 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 still haven't nailed their shooting. Um, but yeah, it's the act the acting like the voice acting and sort of the mocap stuff in that game is absolutely spectacular and the story is so far everything i wanted from it it's yeah really really enjoying it that open world like you can really really get lost lost in it very very easy there's so much to do and it's it's quite dynamic as well obviously nowhere near as dynamic as rockstar was uh touting that it would be with their unlimited conversations of that i've most certainly heard repeated dialogue and stuff because <laughs> I think it's not impossible to get a game with unrepeated dialogue at some point. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's really, really good. The, yeah, shooting, meh, is a bit pody. <laughs> the horse horse riding stuff, I thoroughly enjoy because you can, you, you can have some seriously funny moments with that. You could be like belting through the open world and you'd miss a, like a, a log on the floor and you, you'll just go tearing into it and your horse will just like collapse on the floor and you'll just go flying like hundreds of beaters down the road and like your horse will be dead and you're like oh crap i've got no horse now because obviously see that is funny in a way but isn't it really annoying as well nah not really i'll just i'll just i'll go i know do you still have to break the horses every single time um I'm uh, I'm not too sure really because I haven't I haven't tried new horses. I've just been using all the ones that have been sort of around my camp. So I've just been like, uh, I, it took me a little while to figure out how to take off the saddle and apply it to another horse. Like I was on Twitter, I was like, how do I change horses? <laughs> ah. <laughs> but yeah, like when you go up to a horse, you can like hold L two and it gives you like a uh, a run out of like you can pet them and brush them. But one of the options is obviously take de-saddle them, so you can take the saddle off and go and put it on another ho uh, horse around your camp, as long as they haven't got a saddle on themselves. So, but you you build up 
by using the same horse for a while you can build up bonds with them so obviously they get less spooked they have more stamina and things like that but yeah the, the horse riding is very very cool the one thing that really bugs me is that it doesn't have like you can't like set a waypoint and your horse follow that waypoint it's very irritating so you constantly do have to play it everyone said to me you can use um, what they call cinematic mode but for whatever reason he, the horse doesn't often always follow the waypoint it will follow the main road and say if your waypoint goes right and the main road goes left it will go left so you still have to keep an eye on it I'd like to be able to set a waypoint and my horse f- follows that waypoint all the way to your destination so that's that's a bit irritating yeah come on Rockstar uh, they- CD Pro CD Pro mm-hmm. tried to figure this out in 2015 mm-hmm. yeah there's, for a game that they tout as trying to be as realistic as possible it's there's so many small things that they overlooked i will say like they've got all these big stuff like for example like there's an honor system the honor system fucking drives me out the wall it's like you're going to a town someone will be a dick they'll point a gun at you and start shooting if you shoot back you lose honor and then the police are after you i'm like fuck off he shot me first he shot at me first what am i supposed to stand there and die so if you shoot back the police are after you. Yeah. Trotting through... That's the honourable thing to do. Die. I could be trotting through town on my horse like that. Howdy, partner. Tipping my hat to everyone I come past. And some idiot just walks out in front of me, falls over and goes under my horse. Not my fault. Idiot walks out in front of me. I didn't see him. I'm now wanted by the police because I've just killed someone with my horse. I'm like, oh, come <laughs> on. Well, listen, you're, you're wanted for manslaughter, not for... <sighs> Still... Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Or it, it like sometimes you you'll be walking out and like they'll walk into you, and it, 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 you're the one that will get in trouble. It's like oh, fuck off! I was of I was walking to this. Oh, yeah, no. that's that's just a video game oh, thing. Like, it's just, but for okay. everything else that is so unbelievably polished in this game, the small underlying stuff can become very infuriating at times. It's just like, but um, yeah, I, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it. There's just way too many. Coats and hats for my liking, though. Uh, I could, I could spend. Uh, seriously, I think I spent like twenty-five minutes the other day just trying on hats and coats. I didn't even play the game. I was like, "Oh, like that one. Oh, I like that one." Yeah. For if if decision if, yeah, if you like a bit of cosplay, there's just so much stuff. Uh, yeah. It's it, like as well like with your hair and beard that it, it all grows out in real time, so you can't just go and pick all that cut or that cut if you want like a longer hairstyle you have to let it grow out then go to the barbers and get it done which i, I think is quite cool it's like you go and have your hair cut and a few days later you, your hair's grown out and it looks all different but there's so many different styles and yeah so it, it's a cosplayer's heaven that's for sure <laughs> but um <coughs> excuse me yeah uh, 4k looks absolutely stunning like graphics wise is ridiculous ridiculous absolutely ridiculous but yeah as i said previously it makes my <clears throat> ps pro sound like a 747 <laughs> boeing it's just <laughs> i've never heard anything like it in my life i think the fan goes it must be a hundred percent it is ridiculous oh and the other thing as well like they for a game that's so polished as well they put in obviously hdr but the hdr is completely balked on it They've done it really. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that it's it's not great. It's so bizarre. Like instead of working in the full 
higher dynamic range, which it should be, basically it just ups the knit exposure of bright areas, which is really dumb way of doing it. So like you could be in a scene where you've got, say, sun in the background, you're in a dark shed. Because the white sun area is so bright, it makes the shed area look really washed out rather than black. It's really stupid. It just it's a really bizarre way of implementing it's it's basically fake hdr it's not real hdr and it's i've ended up turning it off because it was annoying me so i'm just playing it on sdr now but yeah at 4k it's just stunning just looking out over the vistas like plodding along on my horse it's just absolutely stunning and yeah i'm i'm enjoying every minute with it apart from some of the very annoying little oh and that's another little thing like this is what we're in 2018 when we're doing a um a mission where you've got to take someone somewhere seriously can we stop letting ai walk out into fucking gunfire die and i have to start the mission again <laughs> it's just oh yeah that's that's oh, please stupid. this this should not be happening in 2018 for christ's sake just like no. oh, oh come on dude why did you oh, idiot or if I move too far away from them, they get annoyed and that's the end of the mission. I'm like, oh, come on. This is ridiculous. So many little oversights of just very gamey gaminess. Start. Well, it seems quite dated, to be honest. Like, dated mm. mechanics or gameplay. But the, the thing is, I think that's the way they built it to be because the way it is. I know it sounds stupid, but I think they actually wanted it to be that way. Because obviously old timey blah blah blah, but there you go. Uh, yeah, I love it. My cynical mind mm. just goes to the fact that they spent all their time and money making it look pretty and big, and <laughs> didn't focus on the actual mechanics of the 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 minor gameplay. Yeah, it's it's, it's there's definitely minor a lot of minor issues that are very annoying, but because everything else is just so good, I find it real easy to overlook those things. They are they're annoying. And in other situations, I probably would have just gone, oh, I can't deal with this. But because everything else is just so captivating and I can get so lost in that world very easily, I can just, I, I can quite easily overlook it and just crack on and enjoy my day, plodding around on my horse, Good. helping people. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. I like riding around. Like, you get people just start calling for help. The other day, there was like a damsel in distress who'd, like, fallen under her horse. And she was like, oh, I'm trapped. So, like, I helped her. Like, oh hero go save her and she's like oh can i have a lift i was like yeah so i just like, gave her a lift back to town she was well happy i just went about my day i was like oh, okay i didn't i didn't even get anything for it but i just saved this young lady who was trapped under a horse for no reason but it was it was super cool but there's a lot of like uh little emergent things like that that happened a lot like the other day there was a uh it was like a prison breakout he's running around going oh help me just shoot the chains off my feet so i shot him in the face <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go back to prison. I shot him. Shouldn't be out of prison. But yeah, I don't think he's going. He's not going back to prison now. No, he's he's very dead. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, it is. It's a it's a real good video game. It's really good. Yeah, and I will continue good. to play it. But it's stopping me playing Call of Cthulhu at the moment, and I really do need to play that game. Which I've heard, if you're a, a Lovecraft fan, it's very good. If you're not, there's a lot of jank that you might not be able to overlook. So, 
but yeah, we'll see. We shall see. Yes, Red Dead. Brian. Go play. Yes. Nah, I'm good. I'm going to skip it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tetris Effect. Have you got anything to say about that? Uh, so I haven't actually played the full game yet. It just came out today, um, and I haven't had a chance, but I did play the weekend trial over the past weekend, and uh, hey, y'all uh, y'all like Luminous? Mm, yes. Y- y- y'all like Tetris? Yes. You're gonna like the t- you're gonna like the Tetris effect. Awesome. Uh, lo- put strapped that VR headset on my face, and I just got lost in Tetris for like I don't know, like a solid three hours. And Ooh. uh, y- you you know, like you guys know the origins of the term Tetris effect, right? Yeah. Like it's the 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 sensation where like you can s- several hours mm. after playing playing a game of Tetris, you would like close your eyes and see the blocks falling. Yeah. Uh, totally, totally happening with with me and Tetris Effect. So, uh, highly recommend. Uh, game seems great, and I'm really excited to play more of it. Yeah, I, I, I see. I was looking at it today, actually. And I was just like, oh, that game looks so fun because obviously you can play it without VR as well. So, yeah, you don't need yeah. the VR to play it, but I, I feel like the VR probably enhances the effect a bit. Oh, I can imagine it does. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's quite expensive. Yeah, I don't even remember how much it was. I just like I played the weekend trial and I was like, well, I guess I'm buying this. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like thirty five UK. Yeah, it's probably it's probably forty American mm. then. You see, I think it's cool that it exists, and I've got no qualms if some if people are into it. But I I just don't have any desire to play Tetris. Like I've played it so many different versions of Tetris over my life. Yo, but you haven't played Tetris in VR, Charles. And with I like a, the, the... a wild soundtrack, like the soundtrack is so good, it's ridiculous. I should have done the um, yeah, you should have done the trial, the demo. Well, I was just busy; I didn't get to get around. Yeah, to it. I don't think I, could, I don't think I could ever get bored of playing Tetris. It's just you know what you're getting with Tetris. It's just fun, and yeah, it's it's like pure video mm-hmm. game. Like yeah. there's there's nothing extraneous. It's just put it put it in my veins, video game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. Just, I just don't have a desire to go out and play it, or spend money on it. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Well, if it, if it goes on sale, then I recommend that you you should check it out. Cool. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know if they've so, done physical copies. If they've done physicals, I'll definitely rent it. I think. I, I think they have uh, in Japan at least. I don't know if they did in America mm. or not, or in in the West. But I, I I feel like I saw something about a like a collector's edition in Japan because I follow the uh, the guys that worked on it um, that also were are were are or are still on the eight four play podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. Anyway, Charles, tell me about um one of these two Switch games that you've been playing. Um, Starlink. This is the um. Toys well, to Life video game. Yeah, the one that has Star Fox in it. Ubisoft. Ubisoft, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, announced about a year and a half ago, I think it was. EA. Uh, EA. E3 2017. Um, I want kids. I'm a big kid. I like Toys to Life. <laughs> uh, I, I like spaceships. And so I was intrigued with this one. And I went with the Star Fox. Um, the Switch version has the um, the Star Fox as a playable character and a playable spaceship. And it is a cool little model. 
and the game is pretty fun. Uh, it's a lot more open. It's like an actual open. To be honest, it's like a mini version of No Man's Sky. Like you can fly between planets. So, so I've heard invest- that actually, <laughs> surprisingly. Yeah, it's it's. I've never actually played much Star Fox. I've played the Super Nintendo one, and it's very dated. Shush, <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, but this game is exactly what I'd imagine a Star Fox game should be. Okay. It's pretty good. And the fact that you can play as Star Fox, uh, is it Grey, Grey Wolf or whatever his name is, the bad guy? He's referred to in it. And there's side missions that they help, like, because they haven't just stuck, what's good about it, they haven't just stuck a Sky Fox skin inside the main story of this game. They actually introduce him as, like, you see the opening cutscene, the main characters and the main of the this of Starlink, I think it's their name, like that's their name of the technology they use to for their ships. Uh in a dogfight in space in this new region of space that, that humans haven't really gone to before. And Star Fox just happens across them and they're like and he's like oh, and basically just offers help. And so it's introduced very naturally into the game and then you end up working together to help each other. And so there's Grey Wolf gets introduced as like, we're, we're hunting this bad guy as the, um, yeah. And then, so the, it, there's a bit of backwards and forwards. There's the main story, but then you also can do the Star Fox story as well. And I'm assuming that's not in the other versions of the game. And I really like that. It's not just, a, as I say, a skin slapped onto a game. There, there's actually like which, a reason for Star Fox to be in the game. Yeah, and it make and aesthetically it makes sense, and it's not just Star Fox. You get all his buddies, like you know, like the frog dude, the bird dude. What's the other one? You know, the classic, the classic characters: the frog dude and the bird dude. <laughs> I don't know their names. I'm, I don't know my Sleeping Falco, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they're in it. So it's, as I say, it's not just Star Fox. They're in it. Um, you get abilities for your pilots that you unlock and uh, upgrade. And you summon them. They'll like talk to you in dialogue throughout while you're playing. Like they'll speak to you, um, but you can summon them in to assist you in battle as one of your power ups you get. Uh, it doesn't seem like you need to buy all the, like other Toys to Life games. They really want you to buy all the toys. Mm-hmm. I think it would make your life easier if you did. But you can also just like use shit. like you can just get like digital versions of them, right? Like you don't actually have to have the physical toys. I haven't really worked that out because I got the the Star Fox ship. Yeah, that's what I play with. The, I I have unlocked the other starting ship that comes with the other, the PlayStation Xbox versions, mm-hmm. and I can make my ship look like it in the menus, but it doesn't actually change it in the game. Is not not so far I've been able to work out. Okay, <laughs> I've only played for a, probably about four hours, so I haven't played a whole lot. Um, but it's it, it's actually quite a fun game. It's like a open world action game but your character just happens to be a spaceship right <laughs> okay um, which is hilarious <laughs> yeah and so like when you go to the, I, I thought you would hop out of your ship at times once the game started getting into it and i went down to a plane i'm like oh am i going to get out and run around for a bit no you just fly around as a ship and collect items as a ship um but it, it's actually a very good game well played first thing i did was i took off the wing and i turned it backwards 
and it lets you turn the wing backwards digitally as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. And I think that's really cool. Um, I put both wings on the left-hand side and it lets you do it. You can take your wings off and you can put your guns directly on the body and you've got this sweet little, um, almost looks like a sparrow from Destiny instead of having a ship okay. with wings. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Um, it, it's cool that you can do it. You can actually play two-player. Um, but unfortunately, I'm playing with it now if you can hear clearly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you can put your guns on backwards and they shoot backwards. Um, you can play two-player, but you, have to, you actually have to buy a second ship and a second dock for the ships. So ships are 60 UX here and the docks are 40. And that's, you know, it's 100 bucks just to play two-player on top of the base game. Was is a bit frustrating. Um, but I'd, yeah, I really like it. I don't like him to spend all the money on the toys, mm. but I do. I do like the game. Yeah, do some do some investigating about whether or not you can play with digital ships and not just the toys, and let me know what you find out. Uh, you can buy the game digitally. I know yeah. that, but I think it's a different version. So you get the digital version. And then you can unlock stuff in game. Okay. I think because I heard some someone I messaged with, I don't know which where it was or what platform it was, but they commented saying, "Oh yeah, we got the." It might be on one while we're streaming it. They got the digital version, so they can't do the things that we were doing because we could just turn the wings around, whereas they can't. Yeah. Right. Because like, um, I wonder so- if you can do that stuff in the menu though. Yeah. As I said, I went to the menu, and you can change the, the wings to be the base game's wings, but it doesn't set them as that. It just shows you what they look like. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. It would. I couldn't find a way to lock it. Um, yeah. We'll see. I'll do some more investigating and see if I can do it. But again, the two-player, you definitely need the second dock, because we've activated the two, second Joy-Cons, mm-hmm. and it says, put them on the dock, and so you have to have a second dock, okay. So, and which means you probably need a second ship, and so it's 100 bucks, which sucks. <laughs> but gameplay-wise, it plays really well, and there's loads of fun. Yeah, that's, a, that's definitely a game that like, I, would, I would keep an eye on, mm. maybe picking up when it goes super cheap. Yeah. What what Toys to Life games do is that people don't spend all the money on them because they can't, because uh, it is too much money. And then the toys end up getting super cheap. And, and then they won't can, they won't back it any further, and then the toys go cheap. Um, right. And then that's when you pick it up. Yep, that's how that's how I got a whole bunch of Disney Infinity figures. <laughs> yep, yep, same. Like two, three bucks each. Yep. And that's what bugs me. Like, I get they got to make money, but I swear they'd make more money if they just half the price of these things and they'd sell twice as many. Just make a couple dollars each one. Yeah. <laughs> but that'd sell way more. Anyway. We don't need to talk about accounting and financial planning and <laughs> <laughs> models. So are we finally gonna talk about just one more Racine. Just one one question before you move on. Is it just on Switch? No, no, it's on all, it is all, on all platforms. platforms. Oh, okay, cool. So the the Switch, I don't know if I made, I didn't make that clear. The Switch version specifically comes with Star Fox. Right, okay. Um, yeah. and, and, and so it has those side stories that aren't in the the Xbox or PlayStation versions. Okay, yeah. I, d- I haven't tried those ones. I don't know if they have like a different side things that they may have other things to replace it, or they may just be missing out the Star yeah. Fox stuff completely. Yeah. Cool. 
Um, so I went with this one because it was unique, mm. and now I have a cool Star, Star Fox, Fox figure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and spaceship. Um, yeah, that's why I went with the Switch one. Yeah, let's uh, well, let's do it, Charles. Let's 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 talk about De Rosine, the new VR game by From Software. Damn, I like this game. Uh, yo, it's real good. Like, and it's real pretty. It's the best looking VR game I've played. Like, it, it actually, you can't see the edges of things the same way you can in some of the other VR games I've tried. Yeah, they, they, like, I, I read an, I read an uh, inter- interview with uh, Miyazaki before this game came out. Like, just, uh, and he was talking about, like, how the, one of the most, one of the biggest challenges for them making this game was making natural looking faces. And boy, did they do a good job with that. Like, I, like, it's not, they're not real. Like, they don't, they don't look like they're real people, but like, of the stylized, uh, like, art style that they're using, like, they look amazing. Like, boy, it is, and it's oh, like, yeah. it's so good to just, like, get right up close to one of those, one of those characters and, like, kind of look around them. Yeah. Um, it's just been in that world it's just it's just like this weird peaceful somber sad experience yeah but also joyful like it's just this weird the first opening tutorial section was very spooky like i felt very on on edge and unsettled so have you how how many epochs or whatever have you done so far um about five or six I i guess what i'm asking is have you done the first one that's at night I, oh, is it the stormy one where yes. you go back in time? Yeah. Yes. Boy, like talk about spooky. Yeah. I was like, I was like legitimately stressed out playing that. I was like, man, like there is, it, it, it's and it's not that sort of game, but it's just like the gone home effect of like I'm in a creepy house at night and like there's got to be a ghost or something, right? But there's, I mean, there's well, not a ghost. You're the ghost. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just it, it. It just generates all these emotions. Like again, I, I honestly, I promised I, I was not planning on bringing the this up. But that scene—I don't want to spoil too much. But there's a scene where you see an old man pass. Mm-hmm. It was not fun for me. Yeah, I, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but it was it, it. It does a really good job of actually making you feel invested in these characters world like it's you're in there you're part of this the story like you are the story you're part of the joy that these kids are, are having playing a game with this fairy like they are trying to prove that you exist and i just yeah. and you're trying to help them but in a cheeky way at times and it's just i just i don't know there's not words to describe how well <laughs> It it's, makes you feel. It's such an unusual game. Like, it is. I mean, it is the most like not a video game video game I think that maybe I've ever played. Like, it's. I, I don't know, man. Like, it's. 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 I guess it's. You know. I think. I think I kind of nailed it when I said "Gone Home." Like, it's almost like a "Gone Home" kind of thing, uh, where it's just like you're just like wandering around this house and like learning all these little stories, uh, and boy, like. I just like care about these kids and like, <laughs> why do I care about these kids? They're just in a video game. 
Oh yeah, we, you you do for sure. Um, and they, and some of the way they they talk and they act reminds me of my daughter, <laughs> and and it's you just get invested really quickly. Um, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Like you talk about gone. I've never actually got around to playing Gone Home. I know I should. In a way, this is a walking simulator. Like yeah. I'm sure there's other games like this. Would this? Do you think this game would? Is it a, as good as it is because it's in VR? Is I it, think is so. It... <laughs> I really do. I, th- I think that the fact that it's in VR, like it, it steps up like the. You know, I hate this, but it steps up the immersion to another level. Like, I, not all the time, but there are moments where I feel like I'm like actually in those buildings. You know, like. Like there were there were a couple of times when I was like, I I needed to like get low to look at something, and I just like crouched down physically like to do it. And that's not yeah, nice. you know. There's a button for that. <laughs> yeah, and on that, I I really liked that how they've done the um how they've done the movement. So it's it, 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 for people who aren't good with the motion sickness mm-hmm. in VR, it, it's it's a lot easier to play. Um, because it is a warping movement game, so you're just warping around. Yeah, which I, I feel like is just generally accepted as currently the best way to do VR movement. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I just actually, no. it's funny. I don't actually have the words to explain how good and how much I like the story and how much I like this game. Now let me throw this uh, one out there for you, though, Charles. What's the three, it? three of the kids' names in this in this story. Are Lawrence, Herman, and Marie. <laughs> yes. That may make you think of Lawrence, German, and Maria. Hmm. Characters from Bloodborne. Bloodborne 2 confirmed. Hmm. Well, have you seen the book? Uh, I have seen the book. Yeah, is, is, <laughs> have you seen the doll? <laughs> isn't there like, um, the doll. Uh, like a skull on a table that looks very much like... There, there is a skull on a table. Yeah. Uh, there's, a there's, a, there's a doll that's doing the make contact gesture. Hmm. I missed that. I found that doll because that's in the stormy night, right? Yes. And I I saw a doll and I just didn't think anything of it. Yep. If you pick it up, I saw the... it, it like it like moves its arms back and forth, like make contact. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I saw Allison. Um. Hmm. She put the little video there. I missed that completely. I was just too immersed. I was too busy looking out the window, like what the fetch is that thing on the on the right? little like, deck? What is she looking at? Like why can't I go out there and look at it? <laughs> Yeah, I know, and so I just completely missed it. I'm like, how do people see this stuff? I'm, I'm, I'm like invested in what's going on, and I don't have time to see these little <laughs> Easter eggs. Have you been finding the coins? Yes, I've got five. Okay. So I've got three to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, boy, like, I just, I really love this game so far. Like, and I, I missed I, the I've book? heard that there's, like, a turn at some point, but I don't know what the turn is, and I've, I've try, I'm trying really hard to avoid it. So where are you up to then? How far in are you? Uh, I've done like two past the stormy night, I think. So you've done like we got on the rooftop and stuff. Yes, yeah. I think that That's that actually may have been the last, last one night. I did. Same, same. So yeah, so we're, we're at the same point. <laughs> um, uh, I've had a few thoughts. Like when I first got into this world, I'm like, damn. From software, we need to release a VR version of Dark Souls and Bloodborne, not to play. Just, just don't get me around. wrong. Just to freaking explore yeah. the Bloodborne yeah. world. <laughs> Could you imagine? Um, like getting imagine right up on those, a... those coffins that are chained yeah. shut. And, oh, uh, man. Oh, just even Bergenworth. 
or, or <laughs> and you could just explore and it maybe they could just just do it as like a mini game where you just can get some more lore about oh my goodness imagine if this is a prequel to to bloodborne to 2. bloodborne 2 because <laughs> honestly i just think they're easter eggs and i think it's just a bit of fun like at this place i'm not getting excited about it um, yeah yeah no me neither like i jo- i was joking about the bloodborne 2 confirmed thing like i would love it <laughs> oh yeah no i know this is bloodborne 2 it's, uh, it's, uh easter eggs or whatever but i'm not i'm not holding out hope for that from software notorious for putting easter eggs in their own games yeah. their own yeah. games so yeah, for sure um so but just imagine being able to explore like the dark souls world in a vr just to get a good look at it just, um, just get all up on those swinging axes in sense fortress yeah <laughs> uh or just actually i just um edited a video of me and odin's playthrough uh we're at, we're at the top of sense fortress so the this episode we start at the top and it's just fighting the iron golem and exploring the top area and yeah i got i, I got owned by one of the <laughs> 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 it was pretty funny um but yeah just imagine doing it and the other thought i had while playing this i don't know if you guys ever played this game shadows of memories it was a ps2 game uh, yeah, did you guys play it? I did not, no. but I feel like I I feel like I remember a uh, bonfire, it's it's a, a story about chat, uh, watch watch out for fireballs about it. It's a story about the philosopher's stone. Okay. Um, or if you're America in Harry Potter books called the sorcerer's stone. <laughs> <laughs> I know why what you the guys philosopher's stone is, Charles. <laughs> I don't know why. But they why did they change that in America? I don't get it. They 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 um, believe they didn't know what the this is genuinely the, the American people would know what a philosopher was yeah yeah Just, <laughs> <ugh>. <laughs> anyway um but yeah it's it's a it's a story about that an alchemist alchemy and stuff like that um i can't remember too much about it but there is um i think there's time to like it's little scenarios happen and you've got to try and puzzle through it it's like a very it's, a, it's when you know what's going on you can finish the game very quickly but there are multiple endings and multiple ways of doing things and you just walk around a small it's very gothic like setting uh, like um this the town like and it has that very kind of um georgian um gothic victorian type aesthetic to a lot of the city and, and everything that's going on um and i just thought i need that game remade in vr like this <laughs> it would be amazing because it's a very similar approach, and it may it's just the same. Oh, shut up, sir! <laughs> um, it, it just it, it just brought back those memories of that game, and I need to play that game again. Like I need to try and find a copy of it or see if I can get it somehow. Um, Shadows of Memories. I just yeah. Anyone who's played it, tell me if I'm wrong or crazy. If you've played both this game and Shadows of Memories, but yeah, it's a good game. It is a great game. I. Very much looking forward to probably finishing it this weekend. Mm-hmm. I've got a, got a nice long well, weekend yeah, I don't for think the it's Veterans long. Day holiday. So, yeah, I should have waited to get rid of my VR really, shouldn't I? Again, <laughs> again, for like the third time. <laughs> oh well, you can't play everything. Uh, funny, the wife said to me, "She's like, if you ever buy a VR again, I will divorce you." <laughs> <laughs> Just watch my videos clip. Yeah, yeah I plan to. <laughs> or Alice. Uh, didn't Allison put up a bunch too? Yes, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. cool. 
Cool. Watching both. Yeah. yeah, so watch both. I will. Do you feel like you're missing anything, Brian, as you go through? Like, I'm always very hesitant to move on from each chapter. I, I, I feel like I do a pretty good job. Like, I'm I'm definitely, like, human Roomba-ing it, where I'm, like, going to every room multiple times to see... <laughs> Uh, every, every every place that there's like a you know how like there'll be like a slightly different uh, warp point when you can examine something yep like I'm like I stick on those things for like five minutes each time just like inspecting every single pixel trying to make sure that I'm not missing anything <laughs> well, yeah fair enough like I'm I'm looking around um have you yeah I, I, we'll, we'll talk after <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything yeah I, I, I want to do uh, presuming this game holds up and I think it will because from software is pretty good at making video games. Uh, I definitely want to do a spoiler cast on this game. So we'll, uh, we'll hopefully make that happen in the next uh, few episodes. Sounds good. I think um, anything else people want to talk about? I dropped off one of my games just because I've talked way too much this time. <laughs> it's cool. I think should we head into uh do question? Yeah, let's do, let's do the yes. question of the week. Let's... Let's whip through those. Uh, what is your favorite gaming accessory ever made and why? This is from our free, our co-host, Matt. Yeah, shout shout out to Matt, questions. who, despite having a baby and being extremely busy, still had time to think of a good question. Mm-hmm. He's, a good, he's a good man. Um, I'll start Cliff, then Brian. Cool. Just rotate that right. way. Yep. Uh, Diana, and this is Angel No Moon. Um, I think I don't recognize this name, so welcome uh, if, if you're new. Yeah, and she's uh, she, she's a uh, Souls lore person. Um, ah, Jer- cool. Jer- Jeremy is uh, our connecting point for her. I think. Welcome, thank you. Uh, memory cards. Because that's literally the only game accessory I've bought until Black Friday when I picked up a PlayStation VR. Also, they were required. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's fair. I, I remember playing, obviously, I had a, playing the PlayStation 1. I didn't have a memory card. I used to get to points and I'd just like leave my console on for days <laughs> and days because I didn't have a memory card. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I'm... I'm sure I've told the story, but I had a memory card. It's, we had one between me and my brother, and then we got a sick. I got a second one. I brought with my money I earned, and I transferred all my stuff over. And then it died on the last. It, it corrupted the memory card, and oh, my no. Final Fantasy VII save was on the last save point <laughs> of the game, and I still oh, no. never finished that game because <laughs> the memory card corrupted. Mm-hmm. Good old memory uh, cards. Right. So the next one comes from a uh, good friend. Uh, the Scottish Sun, so Stuart Cullen at Fury AC3 says, Deep Breath, the Thrustmaster TS-XW Racer Sparco <laughs> P310 Competition Mod Racing Wheel, officially licensed for both Xbox One and Windows PC. I never knew there could ever be such feeling between a man and a wheel. And he's given us a nice That's picture awesome. of this uh, driving kit. So I queue up the queen. <laughs> that is a long that name. That is a long <laughs> ass name. But it does, uh, the picture he's given, it does look like a nice little bit of kit, actually. It's uh, yeah. obviously by Sparco, so they, they obviously know their driving stuff. That is very nice. I bet it was very expensive as well. <laughs> I can imagine. I yeah, I would, assume, I would assume so. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's such a long name. 
cool. Uh, all right, next up, we've got uh, Sin Plus at Sinchinot underscore plus, our good friend Dave. Uh, he says, uh, the NES U-Force, because it looked cool and made playing Back to the Future even more frustrating. Uh, I, I didn't know what this thing was. I Google image searched it. I don't know if you all have seen it, but it's pretty wild. As usual. Oh, heck. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what even is this thing? I don't know. <laughs> it's like they've got two joysticks, welded them together, and stuck it on a um, battleship's playing board. What the hell is that thing? <laughs> oh, my life. Someone's made a, uh, a Nintendo Switch version of it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Please and don't. That NES U-Force working on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, moly. What is that? Good times. All right. Placeholder Christmas name. I'm assuming that's because Halloween's over and now it's apparently Christmas time. <laughs> At Martin Charlton. I'm guessing that's actually supposed to be Red Mario Charlio. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't continue. Know. I'm not up with the cool kids. Mario uh, this bad boy. The greatest of all time and my favorite peripheral to pull out for my students who don't realize it bends in the middle. And this is a Namco controller. It's a Namco Negcon. Which was a... Uh, uh, it's a PlayStation. What? It's a PlayStation controller. Yep, it was a driving controller for some reason. Holy moly. Pins in the middle. It's a fanatic. I, I, it looks familiar, but I don't think I've actually ever seen one in person. <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't know that I've ever seen one in person, but I've definitely like seen them in magazines and stuff. Very cool. So the next one is from uh, Mr. Pinkwise at Seb Sebula Seb Sebula. Hello, I don't recognise like that, that name. It's new for me. Welcome. Uh, Welcome. He 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 says uh, probably the original Game Boy Magnite. A magnifier and a light meant I could play Zelda in the dark. Man, yeah. let me tell you how much of a game changer that stuff was mm -hmm. from trying to play like by the street lights in the car on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's amazing how bad they were. It was terrible, man. Like my my worm light was one of my most treasured possessions. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I totally agree. It just was needed on long car journeys for sure. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I uh, def definitely had had several things like that mm. for my Game Boys back in the day. Now everything is backlit and it's great. Uh, but anyway, uh, next next response is from Jedrick Von Roscoe at Von Roscoe on Twitter. Uh, this is another new name. We we have a lot of new names this time this mm. episode. Uh, yeah. Glad 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 to see y'all are sticking with us despite us. Only putting out one episode every three months. Uh, he says, the control console for Steel, or they say, I'm not sure if it's a man or a woman. Uh, the control console for Steel Battalion. There's like 80 buttons, switches, and toggles on that bad boy. Really immerses you, you know? This is that thing wow. I have had like in V4 for my entire life. I've never owned one and I've always wanted to. It's absurd. Have you seen it, Cliff? It is absolutely absurd, yeah. It's insane. Yeah, it's... It would be one of those things that would be cool to have just to have it. Not not to ever play it, just to have yeah. it. <laughs> right. I just yeah, I just wanna like have it in my like in like a game room and be like, yeah, I have a steel battalion controller, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Um Tech at Texage 
7. Tech side 7. Love this gun. This is the PlayStation Move, the PlayStation 3 Move with the nunchuck they had. What do they call that? Uh, the controller? Like the gun? I can't even remember the name of it. Well, no, the actual, because it was like the Wii where it had the nunchuck and then the motion control one. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know what, the, what they called the nunchuck. It's just called the nung. Yeah, it's just the nunchuck. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a it's a assault rifle looking thing. Yeah, and that's with... like they, they put out a new one of these like for uh, for VR. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks like it's PVC piping the new one, okay. so it doesn't look anything like a gun. It's a, so it's not it's not <laughs> as cool looking. No, no, and it um, has the everything built in, so it's all one unit. Uh, it's okay. not like you don't have to slide you, them. You, you, up, don't, the you don't like controller slide in. them into place. No, which is good in its own right. Yes. Um, yeah. Really cool. Cliff. Uh, so, Dex99, at Dexterity99. Uh, he says, memory cards for sure as well. Uh, bringing my save grand to a friend's house was super easy, and it's an accessory I miss, to be honest. Hmm. Yeah. It, it, I suppose nowadays you can just use a USB stick, can't you? To transfer saves Yeah, and that's, that's kind of what my said in the responses too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah of course it's, yeah so my it says <laughs> replace that uh, a good friend mice and care oh damn that is a good one you can just put it on a USB today so I guess they didn't go away we just forgot because they aren't necessary yeah, yeah very true saves you. very yes. true very true indeed I used to love going in and looking at like the little pictures on the game you know some games were more clever with their icons for yeah. their save section yeah did did y'all have like a memory card that was exclusively for your Animal Crossing town? No, because I had that. <laughs> I mean, Animal Crossing on the GameCube came with a memory card uh, because it required the entire like an entire fifty nine blocks of a GameCube memory card. Oh to, wow! Uh, to save. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember the place. Was it sixteen squares on the PlayStation One? Yes, yeah. or fifteen? Or something. I think it was fifteen. Mm. Fifteen blocks, and then um. And you'd get a game. I think I think Sukadin was huge and it took like six. You're like, what? Man, I can't put enough games on my save for thing. <laughs> God, remember uh, when you had to like yeah. decide which save games you cared about? Yeah. Oh man, that's a nightmare. <laughs> I, now I've got like six hundred save files and I just don't even care. Right. Yeah. Just don't even think about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um yeah. The good old days. <laughs> I remember getting like a 32-bit one. It was an extra fat oh, PlayStation yeah. memory card. It was like a 32-block one. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, and then that one, that one those were the ones that would inevitably fail because they were third-party. Do you remember the, the, you know, made. Do you remember the big-ass N64 ones that you used to get? Like, the, you used to the extra memory blocks and stuff you could get. Didn't they go into the, oh, they didn't the controllers, the controllers yeah. Do y'all remember the Larry Croft memory card? No. I'm going to... Go ahead and drop an image in here. There you go. Go ahead and enjoy that. That's a thing that oh. existed. <laughs> so, uh, Charles, if you can figure it's out some way to put that in the, uh, in the it's it's image, fully going it's in. Got to go in it's and got I'm going to do image. you cuddling it. <laughs> I never owned one of these, but I do. I do know someone who did. Right, that thing looks like. Do you know those blow up sex dolls? You <laughs> Looks oh, like, no. looks like one of them. That for preteens? <laughs> Holy moly, that's so bad. Oh. Oh, no. 
Okay, we need to continue. Who's, who's <laughs> okay, doing my? Yeah. I'm going to do it. Just, uh, my Sinclair uh, came in with her own response. Uh, she says, easy answer. There's one accessory superior to all others by kilometers. The DDR pad. The most fun. I do wish more ideas like Crypto the Necrodancer would come out, but I'm happy with what is already available. Um, I do like playing DDR and games like DDR, but those, like, just, like, vinyl mats were the worst thing in the world, and I <laughs> ate so much shit playing those and, like, slipping on the, on the carpet. Yeah. Yeah, they were, <laughs> they were very dangerous. <laughs> Extremely dangerous. I'm honestly surprised that I never broke a television. <laughs> <laughs> See... I never had one. I played I played Dance Dance Revolution on the PlayStation One while I was in Japan on exchange with the D pad <laughs> before it was even a thing in the West. Like That's no amazing. one had a clue. It wasn't in the arcades. It wasn't anywhere. And I played it at my host family's house on the D pad <laughs> for hours, like in the evenings, we had nothing else to do. That's a... Imagine if I had the man. It's more, it was more of a fun fun revolution. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, Charles, Charles, you're up. Okay. Caitlin McCann, the the greatest Kate. I've always felt that the PS2 DualShock controller was a priceless piece of gaming. It's so solid, well weighted, and has buttons in just the right place. Plus, they were precious sensitive. Mm. DualShock Two is a pretty great controller. Yes. Gotta love those analog buttons. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rip, yeah. rip in peace. Every other version of Metal Gear Solid two and three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys? What's uh? What are your favorite games? Gaming accessories. <sighs> I I have a good answer for this. If you guys want me to go first. My, my... Okay, go. All right. Go so for the PS2, I had a controller. That <clears throat> had two plugs on the end of it. It had the controller plug and it had a USB plug, and it had fans on the controller and it cooled your hands <laughs> while you played. And I had that too. Thing in the world. I had that too. <laughs> uh, amazing. And it had the turbo button, which never knew what it did. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. But my fan died pretty quick, so it didn't. Oh last man, mine mine lasted. It was great. I loved that controller. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like yeah, it was like uh, it was like mesh on the side, yes. so like it, yep. the fans could push out. Yeah. Also, important news: uh, I can buy one on Amazon right now for thirty four dollars and ninety cents <laughs> for the PS two. Yep. Do you buy the PS two that much? Is it worth <laughs> <Nope>. it? <laughs> but it's funny. Just just imagine if Sony actually released the like or Xbox released their main controller had that feature in it. Like mm-hmm. Game Changer. That'd be amazing. Game Here's the one I had. It's console the Nyko, seller, Nyko Airflow console XL. Seller. That's the one I had. <laughs> it has a toggle I know on my, it my, for my le- Sorry? <laughs> it has a toggle on it for fan high, low, or off. <laughs> Yep, that's so it. when your hands got too cold, you could turn the fans down. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you my least favorite is the original Xbox controller. It was way too big. I want the, you don't I like I the, want the Duke. Just the original one that came with the original yeah, Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Did you uh did you know that they remade that controller? 
Mm-hmm. Yes, I know, and I don't know why, because everyone I knew hated it because it was way too big. Do you know what, though? I loved that thing. Do you know why? I couldn't reach the Because I could throw it at the wall and it would never break. <laughs> <laughs> the Nokia of uh, controllers. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, that thing would just get... Indestructible. I would, I would beat the living daylights out of that as a teenager and it just survived everything. <laughs> Good times. Um, I I don't know. I, I'm I'm. Can I say the switch? <laughs> I mean, I suppose so. I don't see why not. <laughs> it's it's pretty good. Um, I don't. I honestly don't know. To be honest, um, the VR probably it's, it's probably got the most bang. VR is pretty good. Let me tell you, gameplay. Mm. Yeah. Do, does the Virtual Boy account? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that your favorite gaming accessories? Yeah. <laughs> oh that thing is so bad oh before it's time guys before it's time time, yeah (laughs) what a classic we have the ideas but we don't have the technology Uh, yeah i think it wraps us up boys yeah yeah i think we need to end yeah You, you want to talk about the thing charles yeah um everybody who's listening we are thinking of doing, well, we are doing, if you like it or not, we're doing a Dark Insight Secret Santa. So somewhere you'll see a link uh, for Alster, which is an online Secret Santa provider that helps us organize it all. And so sign on up and you will be assigned someone to gift, a secret gift to. Yeah. And... Obviously, it would be nice if we could all gather together and do it in one big party, but we can't. So it will be um, just sending it in the mail. We're, we're, we're only slightly uh, spread across the world. <laughs> only slightly. <laughs> slightly. The most international podcast. I'm still taking that as <laughs> we are the most international podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it would be great for everyone to join in and we'll see how many countries we can get involved. And please only sign up if you're financially capable of participating. We don't want to put any, any pressure on anybody. Um, and we also don't want anyone to miss out. So join in the fun. Let's enjoy this festive season um, as we lead up to it and have some fun as a Dark Insight family. Yeah, let's do it. So yeah. let's do it. Um, we're aiming for about a $20, $25 value just at this stage. So hit us up if you've got any feedback or questions or concerns. And on that, we'll be wrapping up. Cliff, do you want to be found on the internet? Yeah, um, at Decrepit Gaming on Twitter, uh, at Decrepit Gaming on Google YouTubings, and yeah, that's about it, really. Uh, email cliff at darkinsight.net. Cool beans. Brian. Uh, at Wade Brian R on Twitter. That's about it. What's happening with the Luke cast? Boy, <laughs> that's a good question, Charles. Let's, uh... Uh, I haven't done an episode of that in almost a year, so I don't know. Okay, sorry to bring it up. It's fine. I just, I I work a lot. It's hard to do a podcast, let me tell you. Yeah, I know. I know how it is. Um, Cool. And I am Vader Van Oden on all the good places. Indeed. Uh, what are we yeah. together and we this is Dark together. Insight what are we Dark Insight you guys know where it is if you're listening to this you already know where we Dark are Inside uh, Dark Insight Pod on Twitter and darkinsight.net for the podcast website 
and the articles. And the articles. <laughs> I'm going to keep bringing it up. Which haven't been done in two years. Yeah. <laughs> and remember, it isn't insight unless it's dark insight. <laughs> Goodbye. Ta ta. Sometimes a little too much. Craven the Hunter.